G'day world, Chris Hogan and Andrew Grote coming to you live from the Me Media Studios here at Burley Heads for Get Fact Up, episode number 60-something. <laughs> Lost count. I think we started again. <laughs> How you going, Andrew? Yeah, good. I'm great. Yeah, How are good, you? Man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Pumped. So uh, today we're going to talk about Facebook and Instagram advertising. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to keep it nice and short and sweet and try and cut through some crap that uh, might exist on, on uh, out there on the interwebs about advertising and which engagements and objectives, sorry, which objectives you need to focus on for Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which, and which types of businesses are best suited to it. Yep. And some important things that need to be done uh, when doing Facebook ads. So mm-hmm. first of all, let's, let's, let's create a quick che- checklist just uh, between the, you and I. Mm-hmm. Checklist number one, have a website. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely have a website, especially if you're doing Facebook ads. There's not much point unless you're getting that extra tracking data, which we'll, we'll get to. Yep. And so how do people capture tracking data from Facebook? So you need the uh, Facebook Pixel installed. And the, the Facebook Pixels, it's sort of like an like a AI algorithm that learns about your customers' interests. The people that go to your website, it matches up to those people on Facebook starts to build up a pattern. It sees patterns of, you know, what their behaviours, their interests, their demographic sort of data is. And it starts making more people that are like your customers. Mm. And then when you're advertising on Facebook, you can advertise to a, a lookalike audience. Mm. Um, so that's why it's important. You have to start building up this information because um, the, more you, the more information that Facebook has, the more it can start to find these people for you. It sort of snowballs, becomes more effective the more you do it. So Yeah, so a Facebook pixel is basically a piece of code that you embed in what, the header or the footer? Uh, every single page. And then you have certain pages. So it, it'll be on every page so that Facebook's across mm-hmm. all of it. But then you have certain pages like your thank you page or your add to cart page and stuff like that where you can put extra information to say what this page is. So you could have on the thank you page that that's a conversion. So you put a conversion instance there or if you just want someone to read a particular page you might have a page view so lots of different things there and you can combine it all to make some really sort of complex conversion tracking and things like that in facebook cool yeah so there's lots of different objectives on facebook ads and we're looking at their facebook ads guides and they've got app installs brand awareness conversions engagement lead generation reach store visits traffic video views and under each one of those there's another you know, sub list as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, the ones that we use a lot of, uh, which ones are they? Uh, engagement and traffic, we pretty much use exclusively. Not to say we haven't tried everything else, but um, a lot of it's pretty new and it doesn't really work all that well. Or like the objective's not that well defined. Yeah. Um, and also they both go through websites as well. Those two well, yep. are made to go through websites, so... Okay. Works quite well. Like app installs, n- honestly, never even tried it here. Like, um, yeah, no. Brand ne- awareness. Yeah. That's that's from a that's from a yeah. user point of view. Never, ever clicked on app install. Mm. <laughs> Can't but say. Like, yeah, I mean, and this isn't even just like your standard apps. These are Facebook apps. So not a lot of people actually develop Facebook apps, especially in Australia. So yeah. Mm. brand awareness that's another funny one like all that does is just try and sh- it, it actually tries to uh, optimize towards people that just interact with brands so it's it's a strange um, objective it's not super helpful uh, unless you're a huge company I wouldn't bother with that yeah which is really going for brand, uh, like page likes really mm-hmm. 
you know, boost your page likes. Yeah. Conversions is a good one. Like that's where you do all your pixel data stuff. But yeah. you have conversion tracking in your traffic ones and traffic you can do a lot more with. So I wouldn't even worry too much about conversions. It's too restrictive, yeah. to be honest. And, each, and as we mentioned, we were, you know, there's a sub list under each one and, and they're showing you know, wh- you know, how they look on, on desktop and mobile. And, and obviously, you know, I think it goes without saying, we should be focusing heavily on mobile. Mm. Uh, and, and, may, and especially during weekends, public holidays, school holidays, all of those sorts of things. Yeah. And you also have to think too... Um Different types of people interact differently. Sorry, people on mobile and people on desktop interact differently. Like people mm. on mobile are more likely to click through and view something, less likely to buy. So this is where it comes into, all right, do we split test the mobile and desktop to see what works better? Because, I mean, if your objective is just to get views, then that might be fine. But if yep. your objective is to get conversions, then um, you might want to think about that one. Because if you put it all together... Facebook will just optimize to whatever it thinks is working. Yeah. And that might not be in line with your objectives. So you kind of have to be careful. Sure. Then you've got stuff like right column, audience network. I would just say yeah, don't nah. even bother. Forget yeah, those. They suck. Absolutely. <laughs> it's true. No, no one, no one yeah. even looks at anything in the right no. side of Facebook. Can't say I've ever seen a store visit uh, ad actually work. Um, not sure. Not sure. Um, yeah, I haven't seen one. Mm. And uh, I, I, oh, yeah, store visits was called um, local awareness before. Yeah, right. Which they canned and they brought back as store visits, but <laughs> they didn't work back then either. It's just a rebrand. Like so, the yeah, thing right. is, your engagement, all, all of the ads you can set to be in a certain radius of a yeah. location. So you can you can do that in all of it. Again, it's just too restrictive. It's just yeah. So uh, we do definitely like traffic and, and we're, we're big on sending traffic back mm-hmm. to your website because that is your owned channel, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I didn't get that incorrect. You own it, not like the likes of Facebook where you're just renting space and, and hey, they jack up the rent and all of a sudden uh, you're out on your bum. Yeah. So um, with traffic, we've got Instagram here. We've got Instagram options as well. And... Um, I don't know. Is that a perfect segue to talk about Instagram or not? Yeah. Well, I we we we've said a lot of bad stuff about Instagram, but to be honest, in the last six months, I've changed my tune. Yeah. Purely because I've bought a lot of stuff from Instagram recently, <laughs> so it's working on me, yeah, and yeah. I should know better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing about Instagram is it's really cheap advertising, and it's good for low-ticket items. It's good for like trinkets, food, yeah, that sort of is stuff. Anything under twenty bucks. Probably, yeah, yeah. Preferably in, still in the teens, so not like not, I not, um, not a twenty dollar one. I I screenshotted some ads today. Like these guys do really well. Um, so it's just advertising T-shirts, and I've literally bought one of these T-shirts, yeah. and then that goes straight to a shopping cart in Instagram, which um, is something that's started to work really well. They used to be bad. The, yeah. Um, so can we clarify? It's not actually an Instagram shop. Um, Instagram slash Facebook haven't come out with a shopping cart mm. s- solution. It is. A, it's a mobile-friendly website, shopping cart website, um, and but it's opening inside Instagram, so yeah. you you feel like you haven't left. Yeah. Well, yeah. It doesn't really uh, leave Instagram at all, and they work pretty well now. Mm. When this first started happening, like they'd be going to error pages and all sorts of stuff, and you wouldn't be able to actually buy. Mm. But they've gotten quite good with the integration, and now that you've got like PayPal and Afterpay and ZipPay and all that sort of stuff, it's taken the risk away as well. Yeah. To uh, to purchasing, so yeah. 
I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Provided you've got the right type of um, product. Yeah. I've seen like um, forex trading ads and they just get <laughs> smashed on the comments. <laughs> like people are like, what are you no. doing here? You don't belong. No, you do not belong. Yeah. Here. And of course, yeah, we've got the uh, local gelato shop. Um, you know, just putting up beautiful images. And they've got other features uh, that mm. that didn't always exist on Instagram, uh, like directions. Yeah, and, th- and which email. is really good. That yeah. opens straight into Google Maps if you yeah. click on that, which yeah. is um, exactly what people want. Yeah. And people are just really non-resistant to pictures of food, so it works. It works really well. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is look at their comments on there, and you know that that's working quite well for them. Yeah. So uh, just to recap, still important to have a, have a website, super important. If you've got e-commerce, it works really well. Make sure it's uh, mobile friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, people still are shopping on mobile. Make sure you've got payment, um, easy payment options like yeah, Afterpay is a big one. Yeah. And obviously PayPal has been around forever. So uh, you should be familiar with those. People resent, remember a, or uh, probably got their... Uh, Username and password stored on their phone now because mm-hmm. uh, it just feels low risk um, yeah. versus having a credit card saved in their in their mobile phone. So, um, and more importantly, the the Facebook Pixel. Now you did have another graph there. Uh, what is that graph showing? So what that shows there is just basically like people that have viewed like all your different objectives, people that have viewed content, uh, leads that have come through, conversions and all that sort of thing. So you can see what it's tracking. And once that gets to uh, 50 events received, it starts optimizing. And what I mean by that is it starts finding patterns uh, with people that are are doing these actions and then finding similar people. Mm -hmm. So then you... Once that gets to there, you can start um, advertising to a lookalike audience where it'll find similar people to those that have already purchased or gone to a particular page or something like that. Cool. And that takes a bit of time. Like at first, it's not going to be as effective, but it's sort of, it snowballs, like I said, the more that you start using that one. So it's pretty important that you're collecting that data and that's why it's important to have a website if you're doing Facebook advertising. Beautiful. All right, thanks very much, Andrew. I think we'll wrap it up there. Thanks very much for watching Get Fact Up, guys. Um, basically, Get Fact Up episodes are hosted on memedia.com.au, so there's plenty there. There's 60-odd. <laughs> I can't remember the actual number. Lost track. And don't forget, we're here to help you in any way you like uh, regarding content marketing, uh, content production, video production, and obviously Facebook marketing as well. We do websites as well. <laughs> so thanks very much for watching Get Fact Up, and thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Cheers.